Welcome to Feed Me and Tell Me I'm Pretty, the podcast by two everyday women sharing their health and fitness journey, observations, frustrations, and curated content. Warning number one, there will be cursing and material not meant for children. I mean, it's barely meant for adults. Warning number two, we are not doctors or nutritionists or personal trainers or scientists or gurus. We're just regular folks like you. Always check with your physician before starting any new eating plan or exercise routine or spiritual journey. Let the awkwardness begin. All right. So today we're talking about intermittent fasting, which I can say only sometimes. That's why we just call it IF. (laughs) Yes. What WTF about (laughs) IF? Oh, look at that. That's like, it could be the title or something. What? We are good. We are just that good. God, we're just spitballing here. We're spitballing people. We are rolling, rolling, rolling. Yes, we're in the zone, <laughs> the zone or something. Yeah. So hmm. what is intermittent fasting or IF? It is, oh, did you want to? No, go. You're oh. on a roll. I'm here. I'm just here for the content. You, you go. <laughs> Buckle up, Betsy. <laughs> So IF is a form of fasting where you are extending your fasting window and shortening your eating window. So basically, I'm going to speak simply here, not because I'm simple, but because I like to keep things simple. Kiss. (laughs) Keep it simple, silly. (laughs) Nice. Oh my gosh, you're on good behavior today. Mm, I'm drinking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well done. All right. So you're shortening your eat, eat, uh, your eating window to something like eight or six hours, and you're extending your fasting window to mm, anywhere from 12 to 16 hours. That's where the money is, basically. That's where people have seen the most benefits. And so when I say you're lengthening your fasting window, you could say that everybody fasts. Every day when they're sleeping, Mm -hmm. you are no no longer eating. So you are fasting. You're taking a break from eating. You're uh, during the night. You're in a fasted state. Exactly. For at least eight hours. That's why it's called breakfast. It's break fast. A little little hot tip for you. You're welcome. You dropping the knowledge. Dropping the knowledge bombs. Breaking (laughs) that fast. In fact, you may never call it breakfast again. You may only from now on call it break fast. Whatever, man. You do you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So the best benefits are seen when you extend your fast to about 16 hours. So if you were to stop eating about 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. at night and have nothing after dinner, maybe some water or something like that, some ACV. Oh, do tell. Audrey, AJ, what's an ACV? Apple cider vinegar, y'all. That <laughs> sounds, isn't that what you like clean sinks with? Oh, you're supposed to drink that shit? And <laughs> you rinse your hair with it. It has many uses. You're we a probably, cancer. You know, we probably in the won't Middle cover East. that. Everybody and their mama has covered it, but we'll link to that on another episode. But anyway, so you uh, stop eating at about 7 p.m. And then when you wake up, you have you skip what when you would normally break your fast or have breakfast and wait to eat until 11 a.m. But you can have coffee, you can have tea, you can have all kinds of water. You do want to get your electrolytes in. And uh, there so are basically non caloric kinds of beverages, is what you're looking for. Exactly. 
that is what you and there's some disagree disagreements over whether you can have uh, heavy heavy cream or bone broth collagen but it depends on what your intent is for your your fast if your intent is straight weight loss and detoxing and I have trouble saying autophagy autophagy <laughs> I'm sorry, one more time. I don't think the people in the back quite caught that one. Just uh, one more. You know, all those people in the back. Autophagy. <laughs> autophagy. That is the correct I say autophagy. Autophagy. But as they say on the TV show, psych. I've heard it both ways. <laughs> <laughs> is so, that, wait, is that how you get away with saying things wrong? Is you just like, oh, I've heard it said both ways. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ever since the <laughs> late 90s. <laughs> I've heard it both ways. Oh, God, I love that show. Okay, this is not about that TV show. <laughs> this is about intermittent fasting. Back on track. All right, so what are some of the benefits? Uh, if you're going to go through the pain and suffering, and believe me, y'all, it is pain and suffering, or it seems <laughs> like the first time or the first couple times you try it, because mm-hmm. I've tried it. Um, but the benefits are many and varied. You could have increased weight loss, improved mental clarity, increased energy, decreased cravings and i have experienced all of those okay when I've so how long have you fast. been doing how long have you been doing or have you been doing the ifing as of late <laughs> dare you <laughs> i have actually been doing i've been ifing uh for the past sounds on and off <laughs> like i do it a couple times a week so okay. that's not every day and they say for women it's uh there are some differences between how men respond and how women respond to fasting. And they say that the women um, see those benefits if they skip, they don't do it every day. But I don't know. I've heard, I've heard the science both ways to tell you the truth. But for me, I can't, it's very difficult for me to not eat when I first wake up in the morning because Mm -hmm. it's a habit from days, from years and years, from eons. Back when they used to say breakfast was the most important meal of the day. Exactly. Exactly. So I have been doing it most recently um, since we've been uh, in the quarantine uh, just to stop with the bi- the binging that I've been doing a lot of with the, you know, eating my feelings and I've mm-hmm. been feeling really stressed out and I do a lot of stress eating. So when I put myself on and I into IF and start using that as a tool, it at least controls my overeating to a point because I know, okay, I have a window and I can't start eating until 11 a.m. And because it's a lot of trouble to, to me, it, it feels like a lot of trouble to not eat for 16 hours. Oh my God. To not shove <laughs> food forever. in my mouth. <laughs> it's forever. It, it is. It feels like for <laughs> fucking ever. Like, Cause I wake up in the morning, like, where's the donut? Where is the <laughs> I can't. Uh, I can oh I would like God. like a sausage McMuffin. Where's the foods? <laughs> and then I what can't have it. Mean I have it. to wait for five more hours, hours. before I have the food. Oh <laughs> I'm hyperventilating. I can't exactly. breathe. Exactly. Right and the first few times I did it, I think I only made it like instead of like you wake up eight hours later, and so I made it ten hours. 
<laughs> instead of I didn't even make it to 12, y'all. That's fine. That's progress, okay? It's progress. <laughs> yes. And that Baby was steps. One, exactly. That was one of the one uh, things I wanted to say is do not beat yourself up if you do not make it a full 16 hours no. or even a full 12 hours the first time you attempt intermittent yeah. fasting because it's difficult and you need to see how your body reacts. And there's other times too, like um, if you, like, let's say you go and you work out in the morning and you do like a heavy weight resistance kind of workout, you're probably going to want to eat because you can really mess yourself up. You want to get some protein in there because you want to, you want to make sure that your muscles have some recovery in there. Um, and you're not going to want to go hungry until 11 o'clock because um, that's going to be speaking from experience. Maybe other people can do this <laughs> and that's fine. I turn into a uh, a badger with rabies. So yeah, rabid badger. That's what I become a if rabid. I ever try. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. accurate. I have seen you after a workout. <laughs> that is yep. accurate. You better feed. You better feed me, or I will. I will tear your throat out, and I will drink your blood because it's it's not pretty. I'm I'm hungry and tired and crabby, and I need food. So I'm sure there are other people have heard of the like whole fasted after and they don't and all that stuff. I think those people are insane. But if that works for you, that's cool. I judge you, but that's fine. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> I judge thou. I judge thou. You do you. You do you. Yes. So so there are some other benefits that uh, people have gotten. I have not realized these uh, personally, like uh, better sleep, improved memory. Um, Those were some that uh, other people reported. And the other one, the one that the number one reason I do the, the IF, including, you know, in addition to hoping for a weight loss and the mental clarity and the better energy and things like that, and then just trying to, you know, say no to the the binging is it can be used as a gateway to ketosis. So if you remember from our keto episode, you want to be in ketosis because that's when your body begins to become fat adapted and starts burning its, uh, your body fat for fuel. Fat reserves, yep. Rather than the glycogen and sugar. That's actually a really good point is I think I found when I do do um, keto that intermittent fasting is usually a little bit easier because I'm not as I'm not as into the carbs and I'm not having those fluctuations where I get really, really hungry. Um, so, yeah, that's one thing to consider, too, is if you're pretty high carb, it might be harder because, you yeah. know, you just that, and, and that's neither here nor there. It's just kind of a fact. It might happen. Maybe it won't. But that could be a thing. <clears throat> Yeah. If you do keep, if you do keto, um, you get kind of in a little bit, you aren't as hungry. At least that's what I think we've found to be true. Exactly. It helps with the kind of thing. So, um, intermittent fasting is also talking about the, the weight loss because you are condensing your weeding, your eating window, your weeding indo. <laughs> yeah, bitch. <laughs> English eating. is your first language. It is. I am a native English speaker. Um, <laughs> because you're condensing your eating window down, then like you get to have larger meals. So for lunch, you don't have to worry so much about, you know, like you don't go crazy, obviously, but you don't have to worry about your calorie restrictions being quite so much if you're just eating a couple of larger meals that can be a little bit bigger. And then that can kind of help you get through too, instead of trying to stretch out your eating throughout a day and having the dips and peaks and all that good stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And speaking of breaking the fast, it took me a long time to figure out exactly how and what was the most beneficial way to break uh, the fast when I was doing IF Mm -hmm. because I saw, I 
I couldn't find what I'm supposed to eat when I'm about to break the fast. And, and usually, especially after your first couple of IFs or fast, my first couple, I came off of it going, I will eat all the Wapas, y'all. And I'm going to have a dozen donuts. And I'm going to have, oh, yeah, I should have a protein shake because that would be good for me. <laughs> kind of defeating the purpose of fasting. Exactly. <laughs> so I have learned, I'm able, I'm capable of learning. I have learned not to break the fast with things that will uh, send your progress backwards or yeah. basically, like you said, defeat the, the purpose of the, the fast. So you want to break your fast with something helpful, helpful and helpful, small, and helpful. <laughs> small meals, some lean protein and a little bit of a salad, perhaps before you have your, your big meal, your dinner or something like that later on, just to take the edge off. So you do not go Tasmanian or uh, devil on your refrigerator. (laughs) (laughs) So those are some ideas for breaking the fast. Yeah, a lean protein, vegetables, fish, could have a protein shake. You want to keep it to something that's a little bit lower carb, again, Mm -hmm. because you do not want to spike your blood sugar, which you worked all that time to get your blood sugar or glycogen stores to level out. And, um, oh, one of the other benefits, potential benefits of IF is to uh, increase insulin sensitivity or is it decrease? I can never remember which one. I think you want to be the good one. Or in some, I think you want to be more sensitive. You want to be more sensitive. So you're increasing your insulin sensitivity. So that can, it can help with that. Word. And you touched on this too, um, and we already have a disclaimer that says, you know, we are not doctors, we are not nutritionists, we are not your doctor. But for women, um, it is possible that intermittent fasting may not be for you. Like there are studies out there that have shown that sometimes women they don't react as as um, they don't react as well to it as men, partially just because of the way that our whole body chemistry works with hormones and the fact that we were you know, we basically are baby carriers. And so sometimes fasting, it can kind of, it can kind of mess with that. It can mess with your hormone levels. It can mess with your menstruation cycle. Um, there's a little bit of blood sugar issues that you can have. So if you try intermittent fasting, which you should, because it may not affect you and it doesn't work, that's fine. <laughs> that's okay. You don't have to keep forcing it. It just may not work for you. If it does, awesome. Keep doing it. But just be very careful. Be very aware of what's happening yeah. to your body. Watch for signals. You know, watch for your, if you're doing workouts, if your workouts start to suffer, that could be an indication that maybe this is not for you or you just need to be more careful with it. Um, like Audrey said, for women, it, it's more helpful if you don't do it as often. So don't do like a fast every day. You might want to do it like a couple, two, three day, times a week. Not like an, you're not fasting for 16 hours every single day. So yeah. just... Be careful. Yeah, try things. It might work. It might be awesome. It might be totally the ticket that you needed for weight loss or better sleep or mental clarity or whatever, and it might not, and that's all fine. We're not advocating one thing or another other than just try that shit and see if it works for you. Yeah. We're just sharing our results and our you know, experiences with yep. IF. And I don't recommend you do what I did when I was younger, which was try real hardcore and I would go 24 hours without eating. Don't do don't that. Do that's that. stupid. Do not <laughs> that, do that. That's stupid. And nobody yes. needs to do that. And that was just me trying to prove a point that I could do it. Don't do that. That's There's stupid. no reason to do that. <laughs> nope. It's fucking insane. <laughs> Be smart, y'all. Be smart. Yeah. Be smart. Mm-hmm. 
So speaking of, Hillary mentioned some of the side effects or some of the bad things that can happen coming out of or during a fast. Some of the the side effects that you could experience include some of the things that are actually the opposite of the benefits. So you could become, find yourself becoming moody or Mm -hmm. hangry. So you could be really hungry and it could be physiological or it could be because eating at a certain time is a habit for you or you're seeing food and being triggered by food or food porn on TV (laughs) commercials and shows and (laughs) maybe in your Insta there, it's just scroll or photo or photo of of food burgers. Okay. I'm going to stop. But (laughs) so that's a thing. Can we wrap this up? I need to go eat something. (laughs) I triggered my own self. (laughs) Talking about the food made me want to eat. So that is a thing. Uh, Headaches. You could experience headaches because your blood sugar levels are dropping or, or or right, raising. Usually it's dropping, I think. And then brain fog, short attention span, again, because you're constantly thinking about when you're going to eat. And that happened the first few fasts I had. Like I said, I did not make it even 12. I barely made it out of the shower before I started eating. I'm like, that's good. Wrap that sucker up. Woo! I feel awesome. I'm going to go eat something now. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? That was like a solid six hours. Cool. 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 I'm going to go get something to eat. And there are uh, people who could uh, suffer from uh, increased uric acid or kidney stones or gout. So some of the things that you, and that's why you do want to talk to your medical professional, your nurse, or your doctor uh, before you do something like uh, fasting, especially if you have any conditions that might be exacerbated by IF. Yeah. And if you get like serious shit where like you have heart palpitations, sweating, your blood pressure is going crazy, like don't do it. Just stop. Get something to eat. Sit down. Take a rest. Don't don't mess with that. That's mm -mm, that's not that's not cool. Mm, Nope. That's bad. So we have some tips for how to do it successfully if you do decide you want to try it. And they're very similar to some of the ones that we talked about with keto. And they are, they include ding, 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 electrolytes. Electrolytes. <laughs> you can sip on those all day. You will be losing a lot of water and a lot of water weight. So with that water goes your potassium and magnesium stores. So you want to be putting that stuff back into your body with... Uh, organic sea salt, Himalayan pink sea salt. You want to use electrolytes. I use straight up. I use both. Yes. You because, because we're special. (laughs) That's so do, where do you, do you get that at the fishmonger or where does one buy the Himalayan (gasps) sea salt? (laughs) Well, if you're like me, you go to the salt boutique. Oh, really here? <laughs> no, be serious. No. <laughs> this is the Midwest, the rural Midwest. We our we salt go to Amazon. Comes, <laughs> our salt comes in a container with a little girl and an umbrella on it. Oh. <laughs> and that's what well, you get. The you upside like of that salt is it does have good potassium, but it does not have all the other minerals that you need. So, some I use both. I use uh, sea salt and I use electrolytes. And you can get them in a, in other drinks, but you just want to be careful. Those other drinks have all kinds of chemicals in them, and yeah. uh, a lot of them have sugar. So you, again, you do not want to break your fast by increasing your sugar intake. And That'll mess you up. It will. 
it will. Mm -hmm. And you want to make sure you're staying hydrated. For those of you who do not like the taste of water or (laughs) it bores you, you need to drink your water because if you stop eating, which is one way your body gets uh, water and moisture in, and you are also not drinking water, you could dehydrate yourself. You could Mm -hmm. pass out faint, have headaches, have have all of those bad res, um, side effects, plus a whole lot more. You could win, wind yeah. up in the hospital. Do not dehydrate yourself. And if you don't like the taste of regular water, then try um, seltzer waters. There's only 700 billion different kinds of brands. You don't have to just drink... Um, What's that shit? LaCroix. You can try <laughs> 50 million. You can try mineral water. Mineral water, a lot of times... They yeah, will carbonate and it has trace minerals in it, which are nice and it has a lovely flavor and you can put lemon in your water or lime or whatever. I love me some like. Topo Chico. If they want to sponsor us, that would be awesome. Oh, yes. You hear that Topo Chico people? Please. <laughs> you don't even have to pay us. You can just send crates and crates of Topo Chico to our houses. We will give you our address. <laughs> and even Michael Buble was hawking water, that bubbly stuff. That's right. <laughs> I like me some Michael Buble. He's pretty. He is hmm. pretty. <laughs> So, yeah, there's all kinds of waters and teas, and you can have black coffee, and you can also have stevia, the organic stuff without all the additives. And Mm -hmm. you can have, let's see, I made a list, stevia, um, the one that everybody makes fun of me because I still have packets of it, like my grandmother, aspartame. No, not aspartame. That's the bad stuff. That's the blue one. I have the pink stuff. Sweet and low. Sweet and low. Sweet and low. Or saccharin. Yeah. Saccharin. And then let's see. Oh, and uh, monk fruit. Monk fruit actually does not affect your trigger Hmm. of I have not enjoyed the result. I have not enjoyed the flavor of monk fruit that I have had this stuff in it. I don't know. It tastes really, really. I know it's natural, but it tastes super chemically. I don't know what that is. It's a thing. It's a thing for me with uh, just about all of them, even stevia. But I have found that if you there's a synergistic response by mixing two, at least two. So if you take oh. stevia with monk fruit. It, it knocks out some of the chemical flavor. It oh. does. They fight each mm-hmm. other and things taste a little bit sweeter. Oh, nice. I I know. Did not or know more, that. more like sugar sweet, more like sweet, or just le- less chemical, less fake. Less I guess chem- less fake. Always, yeah. I just always think of it as fake sugar. I know it's whatever. You can tell me it's natural and organic, and it came from the whatever deserts of something. <laughs> it still tastes like a giant chemical bomb in my mouth. It's mm-hmm. like the bottom of a scientist's shoe. It does, and I don't want to lick that. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, dear. It has begun. We should probably wrap this sucker up. What else do we want to tell people about intermittent fasting? Uh, I think that about covers it. Again, you know, try it. Your mileage may vary. Give it a whirl. See if it's for you. If it's not, that's totally cool. Try other things. Just keep trying stuff to see. It's all experimenting, folks. That's just what we do. That's right. Do your research. Consult your doctor. And be intentional. Have a goal in mind. Yep. And just be and be very aware. Make sure that you're paying attention to your body and the signals that it's sending you. And if something doesn't feel right, then just stop. There's no, you're not, this is not going to magically cure all your ills. This is not going to just make you drop 50 pounds in two weeks. It's just a tool for your toolkit. Might work, might not. Give it a whirl. Whatevs. That's right. Cool. 
So yeah, check out the uh, website. We'll have a blog on this. So you'll have tips. We'll have tips and tricks to help you there and some resources and some links so you can do the research yourself and decide if intermittent fasting is for you. Let's recap what we were trying to do, what we were experimenting with, and our goals for the last since the last time we did a check-in. Yes. So I was doing or attempting to do carbs under 100 grams. And I have, since the last episode, been doing pretty good with that. I think I only had one day where my peak was 130 carbs. So it was a little high, but all my other days had been right in that 80 zone. So I'd been really good. And I'm starting to try and drop that down. Increasing protein, still a difficult one. Mm-hmm. Still a difficult one, but I have consistently hit it at least uh, three days, which that's, that's that's I progress, think that's man. an Im- improvement and uh, been consistently getting it up there as well. My workouts, not as good as pr- uh, prior to the uh, quarantine. Unfortunately, yeah. I'm getting in three a week plus some walking, but still it's not where I want it to be. So I'm still working on that one. Uh, but I did get, I did procure some kettlebells. So <gasps> I'm so jealous. Um, so you excited. Lucky, lucky bitch. You yes. kettlebells. I only had to sell a kidney to. Uh, oh, just them. one? Just, just a kidney? Just, I was Aww. lucky. And so <laughs> that improved. I, I immediately started, it just, you know, added some more different things to my workout. So it made it more interesting than the straight yeah. body weight stuff that I had been doing. So Is it's it? fun. And when I get really frustrated at work um, from on the phone on conference calls, I can just go over my kettlebell and just swing it like I'm swinging it at someone's head. Sun. <laughs> I just swinging it out of frustration to, to get some. I'm not trying to kill anybody. Or bring them with it. No, why would I? Why would I do that? That would be very violent. No, I'm the nice one. Oh, um, and then alcohol, one a day. I'm still doing great with that. I. Uh, um, been keeping that on track mm-hmm. and tracking has improved. I did get a new tracking app, which I love. Um, cool. I love the, my fitness get? pal, but this mm-hmm. one is called my keto and we'll, we'll put that we're, we're supposed to do an app episode. So we'll mm-hmm. take, talk about all of these. I've been testing this one out and I really like the aesthetic of it, but more to come on that. So okay. Hillary, how about you? Uh, let's see. So I think I was sort of doing the tracking and carbs under a hundred and I had a really awesome week where I did all of the tracking and I was using the physio physiognomics guys, um, uh, basically like his whole, like really, really high protein, like one gram of protein per pound of body weight, not even lean mass. That was a lot of damn protein. Wow. <laughs> so I did it, yeah, it was so much protein. Um, so I did it really good for a week. I was super, super duper active. I tracked everything. Um, I just kind of got to a consistent weight and it was right before uh, Memorial day weekend. And so I, I, I continued to weigh myself and and was on track. And then after Memorial day, (laughs) I just apparently didn't give a fuck anymore. And I quit doing that. So (laughs) it's just been a, uh, I'm still doing all the workouts. Uh, that's not really, I don't know. I, I don't mind the workouts. It's just, I'm inconsistently eating. I'm still doing a lot of emotional eating um, because the world continues to catch fire every few minutes and that's just tiring, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but um, I have been doing a little bit of the meditation. I talked to a 
a gal here in town who runs her own um, yoga studio and massage and was talking to her about some ideas about meditation, which we'll talk about in another episode as well. Um, And so I've been trying to do that between five and 10 minutes a day, um, just to kind of get started. Uh, It's not super consistent, but I'm at least, you know, giving it a whirl. It seems fine. I haven't noticed, you know, I'm not... (laughs) I'm not hitting nirvana. Um, <laughs> I am not going to go sell all my possessions and become a Buddhist monk or anything like that. Uh, not that that was the goal, but, but, um, but, but I want to shave your head. Well, that you can probably do that. It, it gets shorter every time I cut it. So eventually I'm just going to buzz it anyway. Got <laughs> oh. <laughs> to really freak out my husband. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm still trying it. I'm still working on it. Um, just to see, you know, I, yeah, I can't tell that there's any difference as far as like my mental state or whatever, but I think it has potential to calm down some of the racing thoughts. And, um, uh, the biggest thing yesterday, I just deleted my Facebook app and Twitter app off my phone. Um, <laughs> and that actually helped with a lot with just the mental, uh, yeah, just some of the mental wow. stress and fatigue. So, Yeah. I didn't delete my accounts because obviously I need them to run our social, but um, I did delete the apps. So, wow. <laughs> well, yeah. good for you. Good I, for you. I, I needed a little detox from that. Yeah, was, I get that. Things are things are getting a little hairy out there, and I was either going to have to disown uh. some family members or I was going to have to <laughs> go slap some friends around. And I thought that's nah, when I do that. So. Yeah. Now you know why I only check Facebook once a month. It's that often. <laughs> I would I would completely deactivate my accounts if I didn't need them for work. That's that is the part that's really really hard is I still have to have them for my real job and for this and for some other things. Um so but yeah. Anyway, we'll talk about maybe a detox from social media on another episode as well for mental health. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at F-M-A-T-M-I-P. Say it with me. F-M-A-T-M-I-P. Subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for listening.